Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm here this afternoon with Tricia Binder, and we're talking about winning. And Tricia knows a lot about it. She has spent uh, years working inside uh, exciting uh, divisions and product lines and brands inside uh, the corporate, uh, the you know, Fortune 500 companies with S.E. Johnson, Leslie Purina Nordstrom. And she's worked in operations, but she's also worked in marketing roles. And eventually she worked herself in a position where she could start her own company, and uh, she's the co-founder and president of Muros, and they are a Muros, they specialize in murals and street arts. And this year, uh, we're getting Trisha at a great time because they are surging. They have already this year passed their first two years of revenue already in uh, 2021, first six months. So. It's great to run a uh, million, multi-million dollar business. And, uh, you know, the compounding uh, is a fun thing, but it's not fun, as much fun when you're doing the ones and twos. <laughs> you know, it's great to where you got, you know, you've got something happening all the time. So, Tricia, let's talk about uh, winning the battle of the learning curve, which you brought up uh the last time, because, you know, you start something and like, like you, you pointed out, there's going to be a learning curve in doing anything, starting anything. And you've got to fight your way through that to where you can start to see those metrics or those numbers that we were talking about uh, start to show up. And the reason most businesses fail is not that they don't work, not that they don't have a good product, but it's, they don't get enough sales clients business coming in before they run out of time and money and uh so that has to do with planning and things like that but you know that's that is getting through that learning curve where you're learning how to be as you brought out in the early thing uh you're learning how to be intentional learn how what are the things that turn into revenue and how can we make that happen in the shortest period of time so uh welcome back Tricia. And uh, that's a long-winded introduction to this, but uh, it's been fun talking with you. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and tell us about winning the battle of the learning curve. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I have to say, <laughs> winning the battle of the learning curve, ooh, always a challenge, but I think it sometimes just comes down to patience. Um, it's certainly, at least for me, terrifying, you know, to, to not always know or have the answer or, like know how much is riding on your shoulders, but I think, you know, just fighting through it and keeping focused on what you're doing to, with an eye to what's working, what's not working, um, and being willing to like pivot and make changes and be accepting of mistakes or downfalls. I mean, we've certainly make them all the time and we recognize that, you know, even though we don't have all the things solved for, we don't even always have enough time in the day to really be as thoughtful or strategic as we want. 
um, like celebrating those incremental wins and just staying focused on, you know, where you still need better ideas and better solutions, I think is incredibly important because there's, there's never a shortage of opportunities in my experience, especially, you know, being in a, a younger, again, about three-year-old company, it's just, it's always coming, you know, fast and furious and it's just kind of, you know, sticking to it and, and again, staying focused and, and headed in the, the direction that you want to head in. Now, when you started with, went from one company to another, you know, it, it's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's like winning the Super Bowl, you know, the next year, uh, like uh, Nick Saban at the uh, University of Alabama with the football team, they'd win the national championship and uh, they'd start off, get all the players, they'd get back home and get all the players in the, and uh, in a room and they'd have a, you know, a big celebration, everything. He said, now I'd like the seniors to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, the rest of you guys, you've not, you haven't won nothing. <laughs> and we're going to go to work now so you can win your championship. Right. And, uh, you know, when you st start with a new company uh, or you start a new company, <laughs> all your past awards and everything, uh, I don't matter. I mean, you got, you got to perform in the new job and talk about moving from one, you know, they can be cold and impersonal type situations, but talk about moving from super success, comfort, mastering a situation in one company and moving over to another big giant company uh, where again, uh, they're super competitive. They're driven to perform. They expect you, you know, they're not going to give you uh three years to get comfortable. They want you to make a contribution right away. So talk about uh, the learning curve and those transitions and what, what you remember about that. Yeah, I think in those situations, and you're right, you're always kind of almost in a sense starting over. Like you're, maybe you have a fuller toolbox that you're bringing with you, but you, there's so much that you need to learn and understand. And I think one of the biggest mistakes that people make um, is, is wanting to like jump in too soon with like thoughts or opinions. I've always felt that when you're making that transition that like really being a sponge and listening for your first couple of weeks, months there, like really understanding the differences, the nuances of a particular business are so important so that they can begin to influence how you're thinking about those challenges because it could be the same thing that they want to accomplish but based on the nuances of any given business or a different demographic or target market or whatever the case might be or resource limitations there's just going to be a different approach that you need to take so i think again being like humble and stepping into it and really being a great listener and in hearing from those that are the experts there um, you know, and at that organization and, and, and with that business is one of the most important things that you can do. And the thing is, by taking your time, you know, focusing on the fundamentals, asking, you know, come armed with questions. Don't come armed, you know, blowing off uh, uh, a bunch of, you know, always, we always love, we, we have offices, training centers where we got hundreds of people coming in and out, you know, we're leading the nation and, uh, then somebody bring a potential recruit in and the guy would, you'd meet him afterwards and he would say, man, that was really impressive. Uh, I really liked the way you did. I love the energy. Uh, but he said, you know, I've got a lot of experience in this area. Let me give you a few ideas about how you can make it better. <laughs> uh, oh, you, you just look at the guys like, can, you know, how have you gotten this far in life and being that stupid? But, uh, they're out there, but 
you know, as you get your, you know, in the beginning, you want to get the fundamentals down. You know, you need to know who, what, where, when, how, you know, and you got to give yourself a chance to ask the questions or study or observe to where you can feel confident that you, you're building some skills for that particular situation and some instincts that are relevant uh, or educated uh, instincts for that situation before you just start firing uh, your gun off in all directions. And how have, how, what kind of process would you go through when you move to a new company? Yeah, so usually my first step is to begin meeting with as many stakeholders or different departments as possible. And again, really just asking questions, as you said, like ask questions, don't come with all the answers. Um, and getting a sense of, you know, what are their biggest hurdles? What are they looking for from the role or the function that I'm stepping in? What are they not getting? What do they want to see? Um, what's been successful in the past? I think when, you, when you're able to get that sort of immediate intel, and also, by the way, like make allies in the organization, I think that gives you the foundation that you need to really begin thinking through and diagnosing different opportunities and what, what solutions or what approaches could be. But without getting, you know, that kind of like a well-rounded perspective, again, from multiple functions who touch a particular role or department um, or area within an organization, I, I don't think you're going to be able to make as big of an impact as fast as you want, um, as you could if, again, you took more of a, um, you know, kind of intake uh, type of position and approach to beginning in a new organization. Hey. Listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business that's accrued over $5 billion in assets under management and has done well even during trying times. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. Now, when you uh, moved, uh, what would you say you learned from moving from one company to another? What was fresh and what was exciting uh, for you? when you did that, and then finally you said, I've had enough, I'm gonna start my own. Yeah, I mean, I think the fun thing about all the different organizations that I've been at is that they really do all have, you know, different cultures, different challenges, different opportunities. Um, even, you know, I spend a lot of time in, in CPG, uh, probably the first, I guess, maybe 15 years of my career. And just because it's consumer packaged goods doesn't mean, you know, there's a single key to unlock every door. There's always something new and nuanced. And for me, that was always very exciting. Even every brand has their own, you know, their own personality, um, the way that they approach things, the way that they speak to things. So I loved, um, especially like in digital marketing, I got to span across so many different brands and be able to consult for them. So there's always something new and fresh and different and new product launches. I, I love the CPG world um, for that reason. So I, I think for me, like that was... Um, you know, a lot of fun and, and very interesting. And I was constantly learning new things because it was so different. Um, but I think, you know, at the end of the day, I just, I really, I kind of had this goal probably, you know, maybe after I turned 30 or so that I, I really wanted to begin working towards and learning as much as I could, as broadly as I could to be able to go and do 
my own thing one day. So I was always trying to gobble up as much experience as possible. And I remember, um, you know, when I left one of my roles and I, I moved back to the Chicago area, I, I was really sad to leave because it was such a phenomenal organization, but I just felt like I had more learning and personal growth to do. And I wasn't willing to kind of get, I, I needed to kind of keep forcing myself into different things that I didn't understand. Um, and that eventually kind of got me to here where again, I wanted to start my own thing, um, really be able to build something from the ground up and really be able to influence, you know, where that company went and the culture of the organization. Cause I think people and culture and leadership are, are things I ran into uh, in my career where I wasn't always, you know, happier, maybe felt like we shared the same values and I wanted something that I could really influence in that respect. And would you say that as you were looking, you were looking for places, products, things that you could get excited about before you connected with them? Would, would, would you say that's part of it? Yeah, that's totally. You're, I mean, you're 100% right. Like, I really and, wanted something I could get behind and that was exciting and interesting to me personally so that I could pour myself into it professionally. That's something that is the takeaway for, you know, we got to constantly self-edit, self-coach, self uh, challenge ourselves, grade ourselves, and like, look at elements in your life and uh, ask yourself, are you really excited about that? Now, there's some things you just got to, you know, mundane things you just got to do. Uh, but that's not even true either. Most most of those you can, uh, if you focus on things you really enjoy doing and get really great at it, like a surgeon uh, is in medicine, you can hire a lot of people to do those things, uh, you know, step by step, you can move up and offload those things that that bring you down that, you know, suck the life out of you in the beginning, you got to do it, but do it with a vengeance so that you can move up to the top, you know, move up to another level and get a staff around you to do some of those things for you. But the more you're spending time on things, people, situations uh, that, you know, you're excited about, you know, that's why I live in Palm Beach and Aspen, you know, I go back and forth, uh, you know, I'm fired up about it. It's like, I don't like to go to resorts. I like to live in a resort, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, it's like, go to a resort, and then I'm going to go back to a dungeon, you know, it's like, what, what, you know, I, I want to feel, you know, I want to be energized, you know, you know, it took me, you know, 30 years or something to get to where I could do that. But, you know, eventually it happened. And I was, you know, my original plan, Tricia, was to be able to set my business up to where I could run it from St. Moritz uh, in Switzerland. And, uh, you know, remote control, I had that, I worked on that for like 15 years. And then I found out what a nanny state uh, Switzerland was. And uh, like a bunch of school moms, you know, is there, <laughs> we won't get into it, but I was like, you know what? I, I like my freedom. And so I got, uh, I came to Aspen and I say, Hey, Snowmass, it looks like the Swiss Alps, you know, Aspen's just gorgeous. And go down to Palm beach. It's just, you know, a total, the same thing, but just with the ocean and all, it's like, mm -hmm. that's why I'm there. But you, you know, there's like, who are your friends? You know, your friends, your associates, the projects you're in, uh, find that you're going to be your best if you're doing things uh, that you're excited about. And so you can, that's all part of setting yourself up for success. And so when you get involved in something new, 
you're more likely to win the learning curve in terms of staying with it long enough to get great at it because you're excited about it. you're doing something that you're fired up about and so uh is what would you add to that before we we uh move on again trisha what would you add to that yeah no i i love everything about that i think the only ad that i would have is just i think it really enjoying the people that you work with is so incredibly important because oftentimes we're spending more time with them than we are with our families or you know whatever the case might be and i think being around good people that you really enjoy spending your day with and who also can energize you when you are down or things are tough or something didn't go right i think it's just so incredibly valuable to keeping you happy focused like ready to you know somebody to pick you up when you need it and i, I think surrounding yourself with uh, individuals that do that for you is incredibly important um, and pertinent to your success. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to whiteellenwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Wydell, and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.